0: Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ Study Session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is Series 3, Episode 141 of this Daily Study Podcast. Thank you once again for joining us as we begin a new week of Come Follow Me Study this week. Uh, We are looking at the May the 17th, to May the 23rd section of the Come Follow Me materials covering Doctrine and Covenants 51 to 57. There is a lot to get through here this week. Um, Six chapters each day or six sections, one section each day uh, out of the six sections. And so we're going to dive straight into section 51, try and cover what we can of that and see if we can get to 52 tomorrow. Um, So with this um, revelation, it's given uh, in relation to the saints that are coming from Colesville to settle into um, Ohio. This revelation dealt uh, specifically with a group that arrived around mid-May in 1831, so a couple of months after we've had kind of the initial settling of the saints in Ohio, uh, some dealings with how to discern the spirits as they settled there, Uh, and Newell Knight uh, was kind of the leader of this group that arrived. Uh, he said, quote, it was advised that the Colesville branch remain together and go to a neighboring town called Thompson as a man by the name of Lehman Copley owned a considerable tract of land there, which he offered to let the brethren occupy. Close quote. So if you remember Lehman Copley, he was the individual who was um, of the shaker faith uh, and in the last in last week um, wanted to have the message of the gospel taught to this people. Um, and. In a few sections later, we're going to find out what happens as a result of this mission, and Copley's um, uncertainty about his beliefs in the Shaker faith and in the faith of the Church of Jesus Christ uh, of Latter-day Saints uh, and what becomes of this land. But what we need to know at this point is that this revelation was given specifically uh, about how to give the land out between the people. It says, quote, the revel- uh, sorry, in the um, Joseph Smith papers analysis, it says, quote, The revelation presented here gave specific directions to Partridge about how he should implement the consecration of properties and money in Thompson among the newly arrived Colesville members. Although Copley apparently offered to allow church members to live on his land in exchange for making improvements on it, he may have lacked a clear title, a possibility suggested in, by the language in this revelation and instructed partridge to go and obtain a deed or article of this land. Close quote. Now, we're not going to talk much about what happened next or what about with this land, because that comes up in another section later as well. And there's a few things in section 51 that I want to address. So let's go straight to section 51 now. Um, looking first in the materials in the Come Follow Me, the actual manual, uh, it says this, quote, If you were a member of the church in 1831, you might have been invited to live the law of consecration by signing over your property to the church through the bishop. He would then return to you, in most cases, what you donated, sometimes with a surplus, but it was no longer just your possession, it was your stewardship. Today, the procedures are different, but the principles of consecration and stewardship are still vital to the Lord's work. Consider these words from Elder Quentin L. Cook. We live in perilous times when many people believe we are not accountable to God and that we do not have personal responsibility or stewardship for ourselves or others. Many in the world are focused on self-gratification and do not believe they are their brother's keeper. In the church, however, we believe that these stewardships are a sacred trust, close close. So as we study this today, let's think about how we live that today. Yes, we don't give over our possessions and receive back the amounts that our family needs. And any surplus um, is given um, to others that require that, although we do that with our time, perhaps, with our talents. Um, and we do, and we are asked and invited to give whatever we can uh, to support others with humanitarian aid and vast offerings and other things like that. Um, so in verse 3 of Doctrine and covenant section, section 51, verse 3, it says, as explained before, about Edward Partridge being told how to how to divide and share this, these possessions. It says, wherefore let my servant Edward Partridge and those whom he has chosen in whom I am well pleased appoint unto this people their portions, every man equal according to his family, according to his circumstances and his wants and needs. Now, obviously here, there's an interesting couple of words used. We have circumstances, wants and needs. And these three words seem to indicate different things. However, if you look at how the word wants was used, or "want" in eighteen in eighteen thirty, well, in in Webster's eighteen twenty eight um, dictionary, the word "want" actually does not mean what you want, which is you know in today's world something a bit different. Today, it would be suggesting something that you want, even though you don't necessarily need it. Whereas in eighteen twenty the eighteen twenty eight Webster's dictionary, the it kind of there's five definitions and the first four deal with words which are similar or ideas that are similar to needs or circumstances. Whereas the fifth and less used um, example of the word want was how we use it today. And it's just an interesting way of how language changes over time. So it isn't really for their wants if we were to use today's words, but it's more their needs and what, what 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 they require to survive. Um, Marion G. Romney said this quote, We know that the day will come when every man shall share equally in the good things of the earth. We also know that attaining such equality must await the time when all men willingly work to sustain themselves and, motivated by love for their fellow men, liberally impart of their substance unto the poor and needy according to the law of the gospel. It is the responsibility of every latter-day saint to work and so impart of its substance regardless of the shifting standards of this world. We must uphold these principles and oppose every der- derogation of them. We must be careful not to adopt the commonly accepted practice of expecting the government or anyone other than ourselves to supply us with the necessities of life, Close quote. We are here in today's world, we're here today to work, to to labour, to provide a living for ourselves and then to be able to support and bless others as well. Uh, and it's, you know, with this lo- this law of consecration, to live it in all material things is a great blessing for those that are able to do that. Um, but of course, you know, we need to have that that desire to work and to live, uh, to be able to provide for ourselves. Then that's when it is able to work. And as such, in verse 9, it says, And let every man deal honestly and be alike among this people, and receive alike, that ye may be one, even as I have commanded you. Um, so, you know, it's just that principle of being really unified and unity is something that comes up very often when we're thinking about being a Zion-like people. And of course, you know, this was meant to be Zion. Um, and I think that today, well, we know that today the word Zion means something different. It's not to gather physically and share all things with each other in one place, but it is to live spiritually as one, to be gathered to our stakes and to support and bless each other so that we can help each other live and survive. Um, There's further instructions to uh, Edward Partridge or about how a bishop appoints the storehouse, which we won't go into too much detail on. I'm just thinking about the time that we have to cover and the amount of detail and uh, materials we have to cover this week. But um, there is something that I want uh, to focus on at the end here of this section. It says in verse 16, And I consecrate unto them this land for a little season until I, the Lord, shall provide for them otherwise and command them to go hence. Now, remember, at this stage, Lehman Copley is, you know, saying, look, you can live on this land, you can plant crops and do things as we agree and you can stay here. And yet the Lord in this verse is saying that they'll be here for a little season. And I guess the question is, you know, why is it only for a little season? Why can't they settle? Um, and so I guess the um, the temptation would have been, oh, well, let's not, you know, set ourselves up properly here. Let's just do the bare minimum. However, it says in verse um, 17 afterwards, And the hour and the day is not given unto them. Wherefore, let them act upon this land as for years, and this shall turn unto them for their good. Now, some may question, well, why can't the Lord have said what, to them clearly, oh, don't get too settled. You know, you're not, this is not going to work out this land. Uh, you'll need to move on. Um, and I suppose it's the same way that, you know, in our lives, we're expected to live as for years in the place that we are, in the calling that we are. Our, call, our callings is a great example. If we knew the, the day and the, the time and the hour that we'd be released from our call, then I wouldn't be surprised to find that with many of us um, that we would start to not put as much effort into it or not pay as much um, dedication to the call if we knew we were going to be um, released in the next week or the next month or so. Um, The only calling I can think of or the callings I can think of where this is probably more likely is perhaps the call of a bishop. Although, you know, there is meant to be a kind of a five year thing, but that can easily be shorter or longer. Um, the state president, perhaps, as well is meant to be nine years. Um, but, you know, in those calls, um, there is a lot to do. <laughs> and I think those individuals are very busy anyway. Um, and they have a, a group of people around to help keep them accountable and busy. But I think that, um, you know, every other calling in, the ch- in this church is not time reliance. And we're not given that hour when we're going to be released. And I think that's important because... Otherwise, like, like this suggests, we wouldn't fulfill it to the best of it to the best that we can. Um, and that's an important principle to, that we need to keep doing. Thank you very much for listening to this study today. I hope you've enjoyed it. Please continue uh, following the podcast. You can join the Facebook group Church of Jesus Christ study session with come follow me. and you can also uh, email LDS at study session at gmail.com. Thank you for your time and until we meet again.